Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. So this week we are talking about community building and I got to be honest, I'm coming off a very natural high, right? Like I'm coming off a very natural high. For those who may not know, my wife is the CEO of Autism in Black and this past weekend was her third annual conference. And it went, it's just an amazing place to be. It's a safe space. It's a journey, what I like to call it, especially when, you know, especially for those who've been around the Lunch and Learn community a lot, you know, that I talk about appreciating the journey as we're going through the steps, because a lot of times we have our goals, we have our aspirations, we want to get healthier, we want to lose weight, we want to get stronger, we want to be compliant with our medications, we want to do all of these different things there, but we don't really enjoy the process it takes to get there. And... When I think about the fact that it's the third annual conference, and I know what the thought process was when we said we're going to start an annual conference, and just to see the third iteration really kick off a success and really end with the theme and the promise of community, I knew I had to bring it back to our Lunch and Learn community and say, hey, this is something we need to address. And I want to make sure I point it out because a lot of people, especially if you're new here or you're just following, whether you're subscribed to the YouTube page, whether you listen to me on the podcast, I talk a lot about the Lunch and Learn community. And I want to talk about why building a community is so important, especially when we're trying to obtain our goals. Obviously, as a physician, I'm, I'm worried and focused, especially for my patients, on their health goals, right? But again, if you're in business, there's business goals. If you have spiritual um, you know, uh, appreciation, like there may be some spiritual goals that you're trying to uh, achieve, right? But a lot of it all depends on the community around you. So I think it's important, one, to address why I love the Lunch and Learn community so much. Shout out to you guys. And why I think it's so important for me to kind of keep doing what I do on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, yearly basis. We are, as a fact, like we are, we are about to be on episode 300 of the podcast, which is a feat that you could not tell me I would get to when I said, I'm going to start a podcast. I didn't know how to start a podcast, but someone said, hey, you should start a podcast. Shout out to Stephen Francis. And I started a podcast. So it's just an interesting process. And I want to talk about why it is so important to build this community. And when I talk about community, I'm not saying a hundred thousand, twenty. No, no, no. You can have a community of two or three people who help you obtain your goals, but those two or three people are going to be a solid foundation, right? So let's, let's again, let's start off. I like to talk about our themes, right? Let's talk about the importance of building a community and why it's so important, especially in the role of us getting healthier. A lot of times we run into, again, we'll speak for myself, right? A lot of times we run into these these hurdles, these obstacles on our pursuit to get better. And in our pursuit to get better, we will tend to tell ourselves, hey, I am the only one dealing with this. I am the only one who can manage this. I am the only one who can help get me out of my situation. 
And when you are a part of a great community, you realize very quickly that is a recipe for a disaster. So you have to understand when we're talking about the importance of the community, we're talking about the importance of being successful. Because you can't be successful in your goals, in your aspirations, if you do not have partners along the way who are going to be there when you're up, but more importantly, going to be there when you're down. So when I started this Lunch and Learn community and when I started, hey, you know what, I'm going to start doing these education seminars on my lunch break, because that's how we got the name. I said, you know what, I'm going to take the time and say, hey, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm not going to eat lunch because I usually didn't. I'm not going to eat lunch, but I'm going to talk about a health topic that I know is extremely important. Why? Not because I needed the education or I needed a refresher. It was because I knew I was serving a community. I didn't know it was who the community was at that time, but I knew there was some community out there that I needed to serve that needed this information. More importantly, needed this information simplified so that they could understand, hey, this is what's going on. Sorry to break your concentration. I know you were probably knee deep into today's episode, but do not forget, check out our Lunch and Learn community store, shop.drbarrypierre.com. Remember to use the code EMPOWER10 and make sure you are leaving us a five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. So that's why when we talk about this, this impact, right, of having community, we're, we're addressing the fact that if you are alone, if you are alone trying to do whatever it is you're trying to do as you listen or watch this, it will be more difficult. There are not, there is not anyone who is successful at any level who did not have any type of assistance one way, shape, or form, despite what people may tell you. No one has made it on their own without the help. I, I tell people all the time, my, my origin story in becoming a physician is I was passing by a building that said FOMA. And I was like, what is FOMA? Florida Osteopathic Medical Association. I don't know what that is. I know I want to be a doctor. I'm going to walk in here since it's some medical association. And the chance opportunity to walk in and meet an individual who says, hey, yeah, you want to go to medical school? All right. Like, come, come with me. Come join me. Inviting me to dinners, inviting me to, in fact, I think it was like a farm dinner that weekend. And he said, hey, come out. And not realizing that the person I was talking to would be the person who'd be writing my recommendation letter, who would be the person who happened to be an alumni of the school I got into. I didn't realize that. So I could tell you like, oh, yeah, it was my hard work and everything I did to get to where I'm at. But I would be remiss to jump over the fact that the the community support that I had to get me here started with a chance interaction. So we have to get rid of this myth that being by ourselves is what's needed to get to the next level or, oh, I can do this all by myself. That's just not true. It's never been true. And more importantly, with a lot of people, when they do that, when they do the, I can do this by myself, what they're saying is, hey, just in case I can't do this, I don't want no one to hold me accountable. And that's what a community do for you. A community will definitely hold you accountable when you're not doing what you need to do. I reference uh, my wife's organization, Autism in Black. I remember when we first started the organization, we were just saying to ourselves, hey, we have, at the time we had an autistic daughter. 
And we're like, we had to joke through so many hoops with our daughter just to get the diagnosis. And if we, me being a physician, her being a uh, mental health therapist at a time who, again, was in that field, if we have to jump through the hoops, I can only imagine the people who don't have the resources, who aren't fortunate enough to be in areas where, um, you know, autism and resources and finances and everything else is talked about a lot. I can only imagine what they have to go through. So we said, hey, we are going to start this organization. But we realized very quickly we weren't starting an organization. We were starting a community. We were starting a community of like-minded individuals who had to deal with the stress of feeling isolated, feeling alone in a journey that they did not need to do. So when we say we're Autism and Black, the organization, no, we're Autism and Black, the community. And it was, again, it was beautiful. We actually started and launched a community kind of membership program as well, too, because we wanted to make sure that, yes, the conference was great. The conference is year round, but we wanted to make sure that, hey, like all year round, you get the, the help and support you need within a community that's going to make you feel safe. So, again, negating and getting rid of the fact that I can do it by myself is one of the biggest uh, bonuses of having community because now you don't have to feel that pressure alone. You do not have to deal with the strife alone. You have someone to hold you up. When you're down, you have someone to hold you up even when you're up, right? Which is, I think is uh, the beauty behind it. I think the next portion, especially when we talk about the importance of building community, the next step has to be creating a supportive environment within your community. Lunch and Learn community members know that when I get on here week in, week out, and I've done so for the past, oh, wow, we're I think we're going on like five or six, it's been a while. I think we're going like five, six years since we really started the Lunch and Learn community. I started doing these Lunch and Learns and obviously now these Medicine Mondays. When we started it, I had to create a space where people felt comfortable one, to empower themselves for better health. You guys know the model, uh, but be able to go into places where they may not feel the most comfortable, which unfortunately for a lot of people is your doctor's office. A lot of people do not feel comfortable around the doctor. A lot of people do not feel comfortable in the doctor's office. A lot of people do not feel comfortable in the healthcare setting. And because they don't feel comfortable in the healthcare setting, what do we do? We avoid it. Hey, what's up, everybody? It is your truly Dr. Barry Pierre with another commercial break for the Lunch and Learn community members. If you've been asking, hey, you know what? What can I do to get more involved with the Lunch and Learn community? What can I do to get more involved with Dr. Barry? I got something for you. This year, we have launched the Lunch and Learn Patreon community where you get access to a private Discord, access to live Q&As, Depending on the tier you select, you can even become a producer on the show and choose your next topic that you want to hear and even suggest guests. So I want you to do right now after listening to this episode, of course, is join me at drbarrypierre.com slash Patreon. Check out the different tiers and join me in our private discord today. See, there's, there's not... A, there's not this mystery of why people avoid going to the doctor or people avoid, you know, taking care of the health in many different ways. The mystery answer is the fact that we are uncomfortable doing that. And we don't do things, most people don't, 
do things that make us feel uncomfortable. That's just not us. That's just not something that gets done. So when we talk about building a community, when we talk about the lunch learning community, when we talk about the autism in the black community, we're talking about an area where people can feel comfortable, people can feel supported, and people can feel that they can be themselves, meaning they may not know everything they need to know, but they're going to be in a community that's going to help get them to where they need to get to. Because a lot of times we have our goals like, hey, I want to lose this much weight. I want to gain this much weight. I want to get stronger. I want to, you know, run, you know, a five minute mile. Like well, a lot of times we will have our healthcare goals. I'm going to stop cigarette smoking. You know, you know, if you're a part of the legislative community, you know how much hate the cigarette smokes. But we will get in an area where we don't feel comfortable and we shy away from it. But if you want to build a true community, you have to make sure that the people in your community know, hey, this is a safe space. This is a space that you will learn together, grow together, build together. You will do the things together. Because guess what? You don't have to, you know, you don't have to lift that heavy burden anymore by yourself because you're with us. So I think that's why when you we're talking about not only the ports of the habit community, but once you have that community, what do you do with it? You have to create this supportive environment around them so people feel comfortable. People uh, uh, have the have less apprehension in in seeking help. So many people, when I was used to do outpatient medicine, so many people when they would come to my office, a lot of the first the first appointment, especially the the initial setting, was just getting to know this doctor. Like, hey, who's this doctor right here? Let me see if I can rock with this doctor right here. Right. They had to fill me out. They had to see, is this a person that I could trust? Is this office, is this community, right? Again, I, I talk about the doctor's office, but the healthcare setting in general, is this a setting where I can feel myself, feel comfortable and be vulnerable? Because a lot of us don't like feeling vulnerable. I understand it. A lot of us don't like that feeling of feeling like you're out on the ledge by yourself with no one to catch you. But guess what? When you're in a community and you do a great job building a community, guess what? That doesn't even, that that never even comes into play. So I think it's extremely, extremely important to build the trust, build the rapport uh, amongst not only those who are a part of the community, uh, those who help organize the community. You just have to build it. That is, that is the structure that will be able to be leaned on when times are tough. That is a structure that will be able to lean on when you're just not feeling like you're ready to go to that next level. So you got to be able to have that supportive environment. And I, I think it's important to do so. I think the, another step in building your community, right? Building your, your fortune. And a lot of you right now, as you're listening to this, you may be thinking, okay, like who can be a part of my community? It could be my husband. It could be my wife. It could be my sister, my brother. It could be my family friend. Like my, it could be my doctor. Like who is a part of my community that's going to help me get to be the best me in whatever health setting that needs to be. Like who is a part of that community where I don't have to feel alone doing this? Y'all, I work in a nursing home. I work in several nursing homes. And one of the things that's extremely evident to me is that the patients who have their family members with them in the journey of getting better, whether it's after a knee um, operation, hip operation, some type of infection, uh, you know, obviously with COVID, respiratory failure, and like after the, the disease almost tries to take you out. And now you have to rehab to get back to your normal, whatever that normal is. Those with people, those patients with family members 
always do better. They light up. They, they, they get joyous. They're happier. They're smiling. Even if the physical therapy is kicking their butt, like they are excited because they see their loved ones. And again, when, when I see their loved ones, I see, hey, look at this person's community around them that's making sure that they're, they're well taken care of. So you have to be able to not only have that community support, you have to be able to identify the community support within it. And then when I talk about uh, having a community, you have to be able to empower those in your community. If you are trying to lose weight and you got a, a team of five different people, you have to empower them with the ability to say, hey, Barry, like stop eating that. Or hey, Barry, go work out. Hey, Barry, like you have to empower them with you know the, the ability to help you get better or help you more importantly, get to your goal. Because it's one thing to just have a community and just have it out there. Like, oh yeah, these are my five people that I tell all of my problems to. It's one thing to have that. But those five people, are they also able to tell you, hey, you're doing something you probably shouldn't be doing? Or more importantly, hey, you're doing something right. I want to congratulate you. Do they have that power? You as the person who kind of, again, runs your community, you have to be able to not only identify who those people are, but you have to empower them to say, hey, I think it's okay uh, that what you're doing today. I think it's okay if you take a rest day. You know what? You probably should sleep more. You know what? You probably should eat this less. You probably should work out more. You have to envelop uh, a community that, one, encourages you and li it lifts you up when you need it, but also is able to say, hey, you're not doing what you need to do. Get back on path. Because there's nothing worse than having a community where if any of the members speak up, guess what? They're out of your community. Because I got a lot of patients in the nursing homes who I never see a family member come to see them. I got one family, and it feels so sad, where the, the notes on the patient literally say, uh, do not call us for regular checkups. Only call us for dire emergencies. That's the only time they want to hear about this specific family member. Like, so do you think that's a good community? course not right this is a person who has no community this is a person who maybe they had a community when they were younger but maybe they didn't empower those community members maybe they didn't support those community members maybe they didn't uh, get the trust and rapport within those community members they did something wrong because now the only time family members want to hear about them is if it's in a dire emergency and let me tell y'all I don't want to be 60, 70 years old, and the only time my kids want to hear about me is if it's in a dire emergency. Like, how many of us? How many of us want to be 60, 70, 80 years old, and the only time our family members want to hear from us or about us is if it's in a dire emergency? I want you guys, again, if you listen to this on a podcast, say, mm, I don't. If you're watching this on the YouTube channel, say, definitely not. And one of my team clips... Uh, clips this uh, portion here. I want to say, yeah, you're right. Dro dropping on the comments. Like this is a dilemma that's happening now, but it's a dilemma that screams, oh, this person's community uh, wasn't built right. Or this person didn't have a community at all. Because you can't get to this level. You can't get to this point when a time when you really need community and you can't even get it. Right. So it's extremely, extremely important. Make sure that you are empowering community members to be able to tell you when you're doing something right. More importantly, when you're doing something wrong. Right? And then what happens 
and and I and I, I keep I kind of harking back to um, my wife's organization, Autism in Black. What happens is that once you empower your community members, guess what? They feel like, hey, it's my community too. Because it's one thing for you to have this community. Hey, I have the Lunch and Learn community. Boom, here you go, Lunch and Learn community. Take what I give you. It's another thing when the Lunch and Learn community members are saying, hey, can we talk about this? Hey, can we talk about that? Hey, I would love to hear this topic here. Because now they're saying, hey, I'm a part of this Lunch and Learn community, but there's some things I want to hear about too. Right. And, uh, you know, for, for the question, I know a lot of you guys, a lot of you guys have been asking for more uh, sexual health related content. I know you love Dr. Jackie about that, Jackie about that. So we will definitely, definitely be bringing some more of that because y'all seem to love it. Shout out to y'all. Um, but I think that's what's important, right? Once your community members feel empowered, they start saying, hey, this is my community, too. This is what we should do. And, and that is the ultimate prize. That's the ultimate prize. Not that you just say, hey, I want to do the Lunch and Learn community. I want to talk to people who I don't even know twice a week. I want to put it on social media and if they bite, they like, that's not the prize. The prize is once you're doing that for five, six, seven years, and now people in the community say, hey, I want to talk about this. Hey, I would love to learn about this. Hey, what do you think about that? Like, I think that is what makes it so amazing. And that's why I love doing what I do. Again, like I said, I'm coming off this natural high uh, with the Autism and Black Organization. And now they have their own community as well, officially. Because I, I know that people were asking for it that didn't even know they needed it. Like, that's the beauty of it. Like, we go through this conference and there are people saying, I never knew this uh, organization existed, but I'm, thank God it does. So this is an organization that people didn't even know existed, but they knew in their heart they needed an organization like this. And lo and behold, here it goes in my face. So I think that's that's just the beauty of it, right? So when when I when we talk about the importance of you know why you need a community, it's because for some people it can be life or death. For some people, having a good community or a bad community can be a life or death decision. But there's processes in the making. So, again, I suggest, again, you take your little notes uh, from this week's episode and understanding, like, why it's so important to follow the process and have these steps down, right? So we just a quick little quick notes. Uh, We talked about the importance of building a community. Um, We talked about the importance of creating a supportive environment within the community. We talked about the importance of making sure we're picking the right people for our community. Again, we don't want to be 50, 60, 70 years old. And the only time our community wants to hear from us is if it's in a dire emergency. We do not want to be that. We talked about the importance of building connections within our community. So now when I build a community and I say, here is the Lunch and Learn community, guess what? Other members of Lunch and Learn community members can talk to each other, can compile with each other. Like this is where the the beauty kind of happens. And more importantly, we talked about making sure we empower our community members with the support that they need to feel empowered and feel some sense of ownership within the community. Because if they feel that sense of ownership, they're ready to rock. Right. It's, and it's, it's one of the reasons why we started this year with our Patreon community. Right. It was just one next level to say, hey, you know what? I think we need to do a little bit more 
in addressing the community that we have at hand and this is an option to do so right so again uh, for those who may not remember uh, if you have not joined the patreon join the patreon uh at dr bear pr slash drbearpr.com slash patreon uh the link will be in the description uh for my youtubers and in the show notes for my podcast listeners you guys be blessed you guys have a great 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 week and i'm see you guys next week Thank you for getting to the end of the episode. I am yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, favorite board-certified internist. Like always, remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, and more importantly, share this to at least two of the five of your friends and family members that you know that could be empowered with the words that you heard today. Again, so appreciative of all you guys' support. See you guys next week.